Dear brothers, let's address a bit of an elephant in the room, which is our feelings of depression, anxiety, worry, burden, and helplessness. In men today, we see this vicious cycle, which looks something along the lines of this. A negative thing occurs in our lives. We feel anxious or become worried about it, which creates feelings of depression or feeling downtrodden or just upset. And we typically try to handle this ourselves by putting it under the rug or we're seeking validation from others about it or burying it behind a bottle of booze or drugs or working at some incomprehensible pace at work to just not have to address it. We basically find that all these techniques don't make it any better. Our anxiety gets worse and it just becomes something we start to blame for all of the difficulties that we have. And we can't succeed in the face of such negativity and we crumble. Our failures due to this and the world has to understand that we are struggling because of all of this difficulty that we're facing and all of this stress and anxiety, etc. So most of you that are listening to this have some concept of that in your own life or others around you. But I'm going to give you a real life example of it so that we can kind of work this out. Um, and hopefully I can extend, explain myself a little bit better. So I was a high school standout in football. Mind you, this was in the state of Maine. This isn't Bama, Louisiana, Texas, Florida. It's not like we're talking about anything special here. But it's not like 50% of the kids I played with went and played big time college football or D1 football. But in the state of Maine, I was a pretty good quarterback. So I had articles written about me. I had a bunch of awards athletically, academically. Um, I won best scholar athlete in the state of Maine my senior year of, of football. Um, graduated, king of the mountain. And then I went to my first year of college. Everything started out fine. Um, but I was no longer a big fish in a little pond, but I was a minnow in the Pacific Ocean. I knew from a football perspective, I was going to be sitting and redshirting and watching. And basically my job was to work hard, make a name for myself. But as the season progressed, I started having these feelings like I just wasn't good enough. And I was struggling to make passes. I couldn't even run the scout team. I just, I felt like I was like losing my touch. Like this kid that was so good at football a year ago, like lost all my confidence. I just, I couldn't do anything. In the weight room, I was doing great. I looked forward to going in there. I was crushing weights. I was stronger than a lot of the other people that I went with or that I came into my freshman year with. Uh, I beat people sprinting. I was great. But on the field, I was just starting to have a lot of doubts that I could do this. Um, I got through my redshirt season with basically all of those seeds of doubt already laid down in the pit of my soul and kind of left them there. I busted it through the off season, worked at my craft, but that anxiety about not being good enough continued. I didn't handle it. And then I got to my second fall camp and nothing had changed. My anxiety was sky high. I truly felt in my heart of hearts that I wasn't good enough and how I played show that. I couldn't complete a slant route. 
I made excuses that the ball was slick and my hands were too small or that my coaches didn't give a shit about me. And I was just coming up with anything I could to make myself feel better about my inequities. And this only made my anxiety way, way worse, which basically turned into a form of a depressed state. And not even halfway through that season, my coaches decided that quarterback wasn't for me and they were gonna move me to fullback, which was basically just a place that I could get the shit kicked out of me for the rest of time. I'd never played the position, never thought about playing the position. I've never blocked a person in a day of my life. I never did anything besides be a quarterback. And so my options were to suck that up, get after it, prove myself, work hard, show that I was more than just some mediocre kid from Maine, um, or I could fold like a cheap chair and use this as another excuse that I wasn't succeeding because they put me into a bad position. I chose the latter. I acted like I was trying hard to figure it out, but I basically just got my ass kicked and allowed my feelings of worthlessness to grow. All the while, back home, my dad was basically battling an incurable disease, which I had absolutely no way of helping. And I was burying that fact that my hero was losing his function by the day while all this went on. From the outside looking in, my life looked fine. But on the inside, it was crumbling, and all I was doing was make it crumble faster. So those seeds of despair I had planted, I had been watering daily for over a year, telling myself I was worthless, not good enough, depressed, anxious. I almost worshipped that anxiety. I used it to make friends. Not real friends, but I just wanted someone to listen to me. I wanted pity more than anything else. I got attention because of my difficulties, and this only made me want to embrace them more. I was abusing the thoughtfulness and kindness and compassion of others, which is truly a deplorable thing to look back on. All this to say, eventually I transferred schools in an attempt to start over and figure it out. And wouldn't you know it, I didn't do a damn thing. I just kept showering these negative thoughts and my confidence continued to be shot and I continued to abuse the kindness of others about my situation, and I really wasn't addressing the real problem in my life. It wasn't until grad school that I really got this together, and I'll tell you guys about my testimony uh, at another time, but I really wanna address this watering of negatives today. If you give credence to the bad shit in your life, if you water those negative feelings you get, you're going to start to worship them. They start to give you a feeling of purpose and meaning and worse than that, they give you a steady state excuse for the difficulties you're facing. You start to identify as a depressed person or as an anxious person or as a worthless person or a bad person. You've turned yourself into this avatar and you only are feeding it more and more each day. What I wish I had learned at a much earlier time is that I was not my feelings. You can feel depressed, you can feel anxious, you can feel downtrodden, you can feel worthless. But that doesn't mean you are inherently those emotions. They are feelings, just like happiness and joy and the rest. They can come and they can go, yet we choose to hold on to the negative ones. We choose to make them more important than anything else. And honestly, we begin to worship them. And because of that, they dictate our lives. We can't succeed in work or relationships or on the football field or with our gym routine 
all because of this negative false god that we're bowing down to. This isn't the way, fellas. I'm not saying that negative feelings aren't real or that depression isn't real or anxiety isn't real. They're super real. I know. They're real. They're difficult. They suck. They're painful. They don't make sense. But we choose to amplify them by giving them their flowers, which they don't deserve. We keep them alive. And this comes down to, in my opinion, our inability to place them at God's feet. I might lose a few of you here, but hear me out. In 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7, it says, Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your anxieties and worries on him because he cares for you. I wish in those dark days of college that I had been reading that. Peter's basically saying here that we have to humble ourselves before God by putting all of those negatives and difficulties before him. We are lacking in humility when we try to take them on ourselves. We're looking at God and saying, I got this. I can handle this. Medications can handle this. Drugs can handle this. Booze can handle this. Porn can handle this. I can handle this. I got this. I got this. I got this. And when we do that, we're just throwing the sprinklers on in our soul and giving those difficulties more food to grow. But God has given us this path to handle this by putting our trust in him. In Psalm 40, 1 through 2, it says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. When we put our faith in ourselves or the world or any externals, we may be able to handle things for a short while, but eventually they're going to eat us up and spit us out. And the only thing we will have left is to bow before them, and that becomes our fake God. When we put our faith in Christ, he can take on those worries and difficulties. He can guide us. And this doesn't mean you're not going to face difficulties anymore. You're not going to feel depressed or feel awful or whatever. We live in a broken world full of evil things. That's just a part of being a human. But what that faith does give us is a roadmap and a place to find some kind of peace. More than that, it makes us realize that we're not the only source for handling life's difficulties. In Joshua 1.9, it says, Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It took me a really long time to find that kind of peace, fellas. And I fought it and I fought it and I kept trying to do it on my own until it finally caught up to me. And I had no choice but to put my cares at the foot of the cross. And my life has been changed and beautified ever since. If you're struggling today, put your difficulties and those anxious feelings and negative feelings before God. You might not have a clue how to pray or even if you believe in a higher power or what to do, and that's perfectly fine. But in whatever fashion you want, just list out what you are struggling with and ask God to help you with it. It has to start there. Even if you struggle again with believing in a higher power, which I did for a long time, take an inventory of how you've handled all the negativity in your world. And you're gonna be amazed at how you've coped with it yet, but you still have an emptiness inside that isn't being filled. Don't give negatives their flowers, boys. Be humble in that you are built to handle all the shit of the world, 
God is there to help you, to guide you, to love you, to give you purpose. Don't shut them out. And certainly stop flowering those weeds in your soul. You'll be all the better for it. As always, God bless all of you. Be strong. Let's get after it, fellas.